daily game plan for success. It's Sacks in the Morning. Steve Sacks. Hi, Steve Sacks here with Sacks in the Morning, and welcome to Monday, May 29th. Today is Memorial Day. This is a very special day in our country's history with uh, what many people call the greatest generation ever because of what all those people had to go through in that unbelievable Second World War. So today I want to talk about D-Day, which happened on June 6, 1944, and some of the things that went on there. And it was, of course, the invasion at Normandy, which besides the Civil War was probably the, the most influential, I guess you'd say, battle that this country has ever seen. In June 6, 1944, I mean, more than 160,000 Allied forces landed in that Nazi-occupied part of France in that air, land, and sea invasion that was absolutely unbelievable. A lot of casualties. There was more than 9,000 Allied soldiers uh, were killed or wounded in the first 24 hours. I mean, that was just an incredible time in our country. But people talk about what does D-Day stand for? And that's a, that's a big question. As a matter of fact, it's the most frequently asked question at the National World War II Museum. People want to know what D-Day stands for. And to make it plain and simple, it really doesn't stand for anything. It may stand for, there's a lot of different opinions about it, including D simply stood for the day. It was a code used for any military operation that was happening. Others said it was just an alliteration like H hour when a military assault begins. So there was a lot of different ways to look at it. So be advised that any amphibious operation has a departed date. That's another way that people thought that D-Day came about. But it doesn't really stand for anything predominantly. Just we know that there was an unbelievable war at Normandy that happened on June 6th in 1944. So at Normandy, it, it was almost a failure. There was a lot of things that went wrong on D-Day, especially for the Americans who were the first to launch into the invasion. A lot of paratroopers were dropped behind enemy lines at Utah Beach, having been shot out of the sky, etc. There was just a bunch of things that went bad there. In all of this that happened, there was only two of the five beaches that were actually taken at Normandy, Omaha and Utah Beach. And, and when people look at the film of the battle, they see the soldiers coming off the amphibious vehicles and a lot of them being shot on the beach there. But remember this, this invasion stretched over 50 miles of land. It wasn't just this little beach they were on. This was a massive invasion. And of course, in war and as time went on, technology certainly came about uh, at, at, a greater, at a greater margin. Uh, for instance, the, the Germans had... Their code machine was known as Enigma, and decoding the great German code was something that, you know, wasn't going to be done until it was. Early in the war, a team of Polish and British experts, early in the war, a team of British and Polish experts cracked that code through what became the foundation of the modern computer. So breaking the Germany's codes and later those of the Japanese, that proved to be a huge advantage for the Allies. While controversial for its secrecy, the decoding process has been widely credited with saving hundreds of thousands of lives and shortening the war by nearly two years. And oh, by the way, the U.S. military developed its own superior code machine, SIGABA, that's S-I-G-A-B-A, before entering the war, and no one was able to break that one. So in essence, I think this is just a day where we can look and see all the things that happened at the storming of those two beaches in Normandy. And that today is just a special day to honor all the great people, including my great son, who gave the ultimate sacrifice and died for this country. 
it's an amazing thing to behold. And that's why they call the people back then that stormed Normandy and people that gave their lives now part of the greatest generation ever. And that's my short for today. If you like what you heard, give us a positive review, subscribe, and share. Also, remember that the Sacks in the Morning swag is now available on my Instagram site. Go to Sacks in the Morning underscore podcast. You'll see it right there on the Instagram and just hit the link. Everything's there mugs, hats, tumblers, you name it. Take advantage of it.